Hi, everyone, and welcome to Coogee Voice. On today's episode, we're talking with Natalie Papadopoulos, the owner and founder of The Parlour Room located on Clovelly Road. Natalie shares her journey as a young female entrepreneur and what makes The Parlour Room successful. You're listening to Coogee Voice. So I started The Parlour Room, I feel like from when I started beauty, I had a clear vision in my head. It was never like a really big deal for me to open my own business. I just thought that's what you did. This is definitely in eight years, the hardest thing that I've ever had to go through. When we first closed, It was kind of worse before we closed. By all means, it was extremely hard when we had to close during that time, but before it was this feeling of responsibility, like staying open, is that dangerous for my clients? Is it dangerous for my staff? Natalie, welcome to Coogee Voice. How are you going today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am wonderful. Now, before we get into talking about your beautiful salons, how long have you lived around the eastern suburbs for? I have lived here my entire life. I was born in Coogee and lived there and in Clovelly um, and then moved away in my early 20s but then came back just because I love the area so, so much. And what do you love most about the eastern suburbs? Um, I think I just love the community, especially in Coogee and Clovelly. It's a little bit more laid back and relaxed and it really has that community vibe that I feel like everybody knows everyone. Um, My sister has a cafe next to my business, so I feel like together we kind of know everyone and we watch them have kids and their kids grow and it's just, I don't know, everyone's really nice and polite and you say hi on the street and (laughs) I just really like it. So let's get into it. Tell us about the parlour room. Why did you start the salon? So I started the parlour room. I feel like from when I started beauty, I had a clear vision in my head. It was never like a really big deal for me to open my own business. I just thought that's what you did and it was achieving that. Um, And I just thought every step from when I started doing beauty, it was kind of doing my friend's makeup before we would go out at night because I was good at it. And it was always fun, us girls together doing makeup and having that fun before we went anywhere. And I I wanted to give that feeling into a business, which is kind of, I think, the main thing of the parlour room is about bringing people together to celebrate beauty. And it's not just about the service, but about how people feel when they come in. And what is it that makes the parlour room different to other salons? I think that has a lot to do with it because by all means there's so many salons around um, and there's so many talented therapists that are good at what they do. And I always say to my staff, it's so important that you do an amazing treatment but it's even more important how you make someone feel because that's what they're going to remember. And I think we're famous for that. If you ask anyone, they'll be like, it was so nice when I went in. The girls were so warm and welcoming. And even for the clients, you can come in and make best friends with strangers on the money table with you or someone sitting at reception. Um, so it's kind of that whole concept of bringing women together rather than that, 
oh, I'm a bit nervous going in and intimidated to ask about a spray tan or never had a wax before and I don't know what to do. So it's important that people feel like they can ask anything. You've spoken about manis. The parlour room is particularly known for nails. What is it that sets you apart? I think our attention to detail and our standards in hygiene. I know there's lots of nail salons and a lot cut corners. The Randwick Council is really strict on hygiene and that's definitely been really good from the day I set up because they came in and had this huge list of regulations and so we've always been so strict to follow every single one. And just thinking of new and new ideas of how to follow those, especially around COVID, we give all of our clients their own file packs so we don't have to throw them out after every use because that would be a waste. Um, But that way we're not reusing anything on a client. And if we do, we sterilise it. And again, I think people enjoy coming to Manny's because the fun they have when they come and get it and the girls get to know their clients and they're coming back every two weeks for their nails and they just love the catch up. So some people might think you're a little bit crazy. During the middle of a pandemic, uh, we're in the biggest economic downturn since the Great Depression and you've decided to start another salon, Self. Tell us a bit about Self and why now. Self is, I've I've had it in my mind for a really long time. Um, It's a kind of growth of the parlour room and I think as I've got older it's another growth of my next step of my journey. Um, we int- When I renovated the parlour room two years ago I reintroduced facials as a treatment but we only had one room upstairs and on the same level we had our bridal events level. I was never 100% happy because it was kind of an events party space and then a facial room close together. And I don't like doing something unless I feel I 100% commit to making the entire experience perfect. And then it started to become popular that we needed more than one room and people always were asking to come together. Um, And then I just love customer service and the experience. So I knew this was a space I would love to develop further and give people rather than a fun celebrating bringing people together fun event salon try to do a relaxing space that is more looking after yourself and giving you the time that you need um, mentally and on the outside Um, because I think as I'm getting older it was like oh I need to stop and take a little bit more time for myself too and I want to take better care of my skin and my body not just do the outside parts of nails in a tan to go out And so it kind of developed from there. And yes, I think I was very crazy. I was also supposed to get married in Italy this year. So I have no idea how I was going to do all three. (laughs) So maybe it's a blessing that that got cancelled. But yeah. We've just briefly spoken about COVID and the economic downturn. What impact has that had on your businesses? And how have you been able to navigate your way through it? This is definitely in eight years, the hardest thing that I've ever had to go through. When we first closed, it was kind of worse before we closed. By all means, it was extremely hard when we had to close during that time. But before, it was this feeling of responsibility, like staying open is that 
dangerous for my clients? Is it dangerous for my staff? And this pressure of, well, I don't want to close and my staff not have jobs because they rely on me. Um, so it was the day before we were forced to close that I decided to close because I just said to the girls, I feel too responsible having you in here every day. And then being closed, it kind of forced me to think outside of the box. And that's when the focus turned on what else can we do? What else can we give our clients that's not just so physical and seeing them in salon and giving them a treatment? But also it gave me time to develop self because obviously the opening was delayed. And so I had a little bit extra time to focus on that and not be distracted by the other business. Beyond the salon, I know you're dedicated to building an inclusive, fun and caring online community through creating or through the creation of education, inspiring original content. Why is that important to you? Well, one, I think this year especially, we really wanted to give back to our clients because they've been so loyal, especially when we were reopening. Everyone was so supportive in coming back that we wanted to give them something while we were closed to stay connected and help them get through the time because so many people were like, oh, my brows, my nails, I don't know what I'm doing, I want my tan. Um, So it was a way of us to stay connected and give them as much information and education back as we could. And also I just think it's the, the way businesses are going are always changing and online and social media has become so important in businesses that you kind of have to jump on otherwise you'll get left behind. Natalie, how old were you when you started the parlour room? I was 24. Wow, that is so young and the business is just going from strength to strength. What advice would you give other young women who are looking at becoming entrepreneurs and small business owners? I think it's really important to surround yourself with a strong support system because it is full of up and downs and you have to learn to ride it. Even eight years later, there's still ups and downs you can't control in business. It's not a steady increase slope. It's up, down, up, down. And you have to have people around you to help you keep going when you're tired um, and you feel like you can't do it ask questions to other business owners, ask people as many questions, even if they're not in your field. And um, what else would I tell them? I would say, those, yeah, those would be the main things. And also do your numbers. That was a really big learning for me. I'm a dreamer and I have lots of ideas and we should do this and I should do that. And actually being shown how to sit down and see the numbers involved in things and what they cost and what they bring back has been a really, really big help. Do you have any mentors, Natalie? I would say my parents are really big mentors for me. Um, But also I just think I've always surrounded myself with people that if I don't know something, I get help, whether it's in marketing or PR or social media. I've always tried to work with people that can teach me things. I've had a business coach, um, speaking with my accountant and asking lots of questions um, so I can get myself educated in as many areas as I can. Because when I started at 24, I definitely had no idea what I was doing (laughs) and just dived in and tried to keep swimming. Is there any new treatments that women should be keeping their eye out for or should be trying? Um, Body treatments. Since opening self, I've had some and I feel like why aren't we doing that 
more often like you look after so many parts of your body but a body treatment like a scrub and a mask and those sorts of things nobody really thinks of it's more a real luxury when you booked in at a spa or at a hotel but I think they are coming back and you literally should look after yourself head to toe head to toe and inside and out <laughs> now before I let you go, there's three questions that we ask all of our listeners who come on to Could You Voice. You have to tell us the best beach in the eastern suburbs, the best place to get coffee, and where sells the best hamburgers. Okay. The best beach, I would have to say Coogee because I was born and bred in Coogee and that's still my local. I like Clovelly, but I, I kind of really like the sand of a beach. Coffee, I'm biased because my sister owns Clodelli, but even still, I think it has the best, best coffee in the entire eastern suburbs. Um, and burgers, oh, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not a big burger person, but I've heard the new Betty's Burgers at Coogee is pretty good. It is. It is pretty good. <laughs> so, Natalie, if people would like to learn more about the parlour room and self, where should they head to? Um, you can head to our website, www.theparlorroom.com.au or our Instagram, The Parlor Clovelly. Um, that's got both salons housed on that. Wonderful. Natalie, thank you for being on Coogee Voice. Thank you so much for having me. What an uplifting story. Now, if you're like me and you love a Manny and a lash lift, check out The Parlour Room on Instagram at The Parlour Room Clovelly. You've been listening to Coogee Voice. Mm-hmm.